0: Welcome to Teen Mom Time. Hey guys, welcome back to Teen Mom Time. This week we are going to be discussing Kaylin Lowry recently setting her Twitter to private, Brianna Jaramillo from Teen Mom Young and Pregnant hitting back at the Mom Shamers, and Amber Portwood from Teen Mom OG finally opening up about all of the aftermath that happened after her arrest. Thanks guys for coming back, heading back and checking in with us. Um, And I think we have like a lot of really good stuff to talk about this week, especially we have a treat for you guys. We have an exclusive interview with Teen Mom OG star, Caitlin Baltierra. She's going to be previewing the upcoming season for us. And then we get to catch up with her and, you know, hear about all the cool stuff that she's been up to uh, since last season. So definitely look out for that and make sure you listen on Spotify. Hey, Chelsea. Welcome back. Hi, Emma. So excited to get into it this week. This this first this first topic is kinda unfortunate, you know. Kaylin, we all see all of the hate that she gets online, right? Like you're constantly seeing it, whether it's on Instagram and her comments or in her Twitter like, you know, mentions. It's just she's getting it a lot, especially now after the pregnancy was announced. She's currently expecting baby number four, which is her second child with Chris Lopez. And so, yeah, I think, I think Hale kind of just had it. And we noticed last week, late last week, that she set her Twitter account to private. And as of, as of uh, right now, we do, we still see that her Instagram is not private. So her Instagram is, is still public. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking the reason why she chose to set the Twitter account to private is, it might have something to do with the settings on Twitter versus Instagram. I think there's a way that you can filter th- comments and DMs or accounts or something like that on Instagram in, in, a, in a more, you know, in a better way, I guess, than you can on Twitter, maybe. So I don't know. She just kind of really she was fed up and she just shut it down. Um, but yeah. So Chelsea, what do you think about this?
1: Yeah, I think um, filtering stuff aside, because I think there's like settings you can do on either. It seems to me on Twitter, and she said on Twitter that the hate is on another effing level. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a quote, by the way. But she said that it's kind of been like unreal lately. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know on Instagram, you can comment and you can say whatever, but it seems like a lot of the issue on Twitter is that people will tag Kale in their tweets and not just respond to hers. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. Because um, she's – one of the things she said when she talked about all of the hate that she gets is people were like, just block people. Like, don't look at it. And she's like, I get that not everyone's going to like me but nobody needs to tag me in every single negative thought that they have about me. Like if you're watching the show, if you're looking online, if you're just reading the news, you don't need to go to Twitter and be like, kale sucks at kale. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it's so overwhelming. So I totally respect and understand her protecting herself. Um, personally, I have to wonder if this is at all related to all of the stuff with, Brianna um yeah. we talked last week about her feud with Brianna and how they were really going at each other and it was like so much it was like high key mean yeah um and they both were doing it and Kale started it and I'm we talked about it. she started it probably because she thought she was being attacked mm-hmm. but she was the one that kind of went there first yeah um So I could see her being like, this is clearly a toxic environment for me as well. Mm -hmm. Not just like on the listening side, but on the reacting side. So maybe she gave herself a little space to... I don't know. If she, I don't know what she's doing on there. I didn't follow her before. So I'm locked out now. No, wish i had been
0: on the ground floor. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, I got to give you I, I followed her before. So if you do if you did follow Kale on Twitter before this new update, you will still see her tweets. It's just the people who hadn't been following her since you have to kind of send like a follow request or something like that
1: and then she has to approve you and like Mm -hmm. i'm sure she's getting one bajillion so she's not gonna be like oh where's my i was gonna call myself her friend that's not accurate (laughs) my
0: girl chelsea
1: (laughs) she's like where's my peer in the universe chelsea (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, the casual
1: acquaintance. No, she's not going to hunt me down to accept my follow request. Yeah, <laughs> which I understand, and she shouldn't prioritize her time that way. But now I just <laughs> like—I don't know if she's venting in there, and that's why she's like need this like little bubble just for me, or if she's just like I don't want to see everything because that wouldn't stop you from no. seeing people tagging you in tweets. It just stops people from seeing your tweets.
0: See, that's the thing is, I, I like the theory of of her maybe doing this in the midst or or in the aftermath of the Brianna feud you know them reigniting their feud on twitter but i don't i don't know if that will stop honestly and if it is if it was because of brianna i think blocking her would have been the better move if that's what she wanted to protect herself from but i think she's really mostly i Brianna probably did have a little bit of something to do with it. It was probably like one of the last straws for Kale. But I think it's really just everyone, all of the trolls and all of the haters that she's just like, you know what, I'm protecting my space. And which she, as she should, especially being pregnant, I can't imagine seeing horrible things being written about you or or being said about you while you're in that state. So... For her, I think it was really just more of, like, I need to protect my energy, kind of. And she's very much into, like, that whole vibe. Like, I constantly see her on Instagram with, like, sage and and crystals and things like that. So I think she's very much into a very, like, spiritual sort of kind of vibe of the way of looking at at the world. And I will say that since—so I still can see her tweets. So I will say that since she went— Private last week. She hasn't really been very, very active on Twitter, but I will say that her recent one, her recent tweet was earlier on today. She tweeted about an ultrasound appointment and she said it was like a 20 week mark. So she's still going about, she's still using Twitter in the way that she used it before, but I think. There was, like, maybe a couple days before she went um, private. I don't know if you remember, Chelsea. But she had posted something about, like, one of her appointments or something. And a fan was, like, or a troll in this case. Yes. Right? They were, like, Uh well, you don't have to post everything online. And it's, like, well... Okay, you follow her. If yeah, you're this, like yeah, and if you don't follow her, you you went to her page to see her tweets. So you're the one who's going out of your way here, you know. And it's just, I don't know, I that makes sense though. That makes
1: total sense that she's being like guess what? I'm still going to post every time I puke and go to the doctor. And that's on me. And if you want to see it, you have to now be one of the people who specifically clicked a button that said, hello, I would like to see this content. Yeah. So that
0: if you're being a complainer, she can be like, okay, unsubscribe. Exactly. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that's kind of where she's coming from with this. And a lot of these, you know, and it's not just with the teen moms, a lot of reality stars, a lot of pretty much anyone in the public eye at- these days just really get you, they get put through the ringer online with the trolls and stuff. So I mean, if it were me, I probably would do the same. I, I think. I think specifically, the timing is interesting. I think it's mostly because she is pregnant. Because she kind of is like, you know, what? I don't need to deal with this, and I don't want to, so I won't. On InTouchWeekly.com, we did a little a little roundup because we noticed that she had. Not only has she been more open about this pregnancy this time around because she was very private when it came to Lux. It took her a very long time to confirm that, that pregnancy. Uh, But this one, you know, she announced it. She has this, you know, these updates that she gives fans with the peanut app that she's, you know, collabing with. And, um, but we noticed that she actually has been defending herself a lot more this pregnancy, especially from the backlash that is coming from the actual pregnancy and the backlash that she's getting because of the fact that Chris Lopez is the father of this fourth child and you know she's been going in but i think she just doesn't have the energy anymore she's like you know what instead of going in i'm gonna step out go out yeah go out <laughs> step back
1: <laughs> that filtering though and that like no thank you to the hey kind of lead this into our next story though which is about brianna from young and pregnant she kind of did The same thing this week where she's just like can everybody shut up for one second (laughs) um she seems to get a lot of feedback on her posts on instagram um and one in particular this week just pushed her to the point where she was like i need to take a break from all y'all um she posted a photo of her son who is so so cute and his little breakfast. And it was just like grapes and blueberries, maybe some string cheese. It looked delicious. Very healthy. Yeah. I was like kind of blown away that there's no cookies on that plate or anything (laughs) because I can't imagine getting a a little kid to eat explicitly just fruits and and veggies and like healthy little things. And they're like, thank you. This is like amazing parenting. (laughs) Um But she posted, I think, I didn't see her original caption, but I think originally that post was just captioned good morning with a smiley face and a heart and then it seems like she was getting a lot of feedback in her comments and most of it had to do with the grapes Mm -hmm. because people were being like hey you cut the grapes wrong you should cut the grapes (laughs) lengthwise watch out for these grapes little kids choke on them blah blah Mm -hmm. blah it was a lot yeah um and it seemed like she was responding to people at first being like don't worry i cut them quarters i don't know how they can be cut wrong when they're literally cut into quarters, blah, blah, blah. But it got to the point where she felt that she had to address everyone all at once. And she changed the caption and added, his grapes are cut in quarters. And I, I don't see a problem with the blueberries. If it's brought Mm -hmm. up again, comments will be turned off shrug emoji. Mm -hmm. I don't need people trying to quote unquote help. It's not helpful. I got it under control. Thanks. And then she put like a little at peace smiley (laughs) emoji,
0: which makes me laugh. Yeah, I love it. So I think you're 100% right, Chelsea, because I I didn't see it either. Uh, The first caption when she actually posted it, I didn't see that before. I did see the uh, updated version where she kind of has like a blanket message to the to the shamers and I do think that she did edit it because it you know how on Instagram if you if you tweak your caption a little bit it'll let you know that it has been edited cuz they're very transparent at Instagram so that <laughs> that's what I see <laughs> when I look at it I see like it's been edited so I think you're 100% right I think that's how kind of the the timeline of events occurred and I like that she adjusted it and didn't seem Hostile in her in the way that she addressed it. Right. I like I she was a little like a little snippy towards the end. But I mean, listen, I get it. A lot of a lot of teen mom fans are are, are moms themselves and, and the mom community. You guys you guys are very, you know, you can be very supportive. But then sometimes the shame can be a lot. And I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, but I think. I think for the most part, whenever I see somebody jumping in and interjecting to a reality star, to a celebrity when it comes to their parenting or, or, you know, or things like that, I just think, you know, give this person the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure that they, too, have thought about this concern and figured out what the best way you know, what the best way is to address that concern and make sure that the children are, are you know, healthy and, and safe and stuff. And so, I don't know. I see both sides of, you know, the concern for Brayson. But then I see Brianna. I understand why Brianna would be frustrated with all of these people coming at her on Instagram going, you should do this, you know. And she's the mom, you know. She carried Brayson. She gave birth to Brayson. I'm sure she knows what's best for Brayson. But... I don't know. I don't know. What do you think, Chelsea?
1: In this particular instance, all of the grape comments were Mm -hmm. well-meaning. But while I was working on that story, I looked at some of her other posts and she gets a lot of hate that is less Mm -hmm. well-meaning. And so I think this was kind of like a final straw issue. Um, but in terms of her being like, no, thanks to your advice in general, Mm -hmm. I totally get it. Um, I have seen reality stars in the past get very kind, gentle feedback on Instagram. That's like, Hey, this car seat isn't set up. Right. And reality stars have been like, thank you. I fixed it. Whatever. Um, I've definitely seen feedback like that be helpful and work and have reality stars thank people for that knowledge. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, I think, you know, they've got people in their life. They've got moms that they know in real life who I'm sure are already giving them so much advice and so much feedback and so much, so many suggestions about what they should and shouldn't be doing with their children. Mm -hmm. I know in my own personal life where I know moms, I, I see them get feedback that maybe they've already gotten and don't need. Um, Mm -hmm. and so I can imagine when you have a platform like this one with thousands and thousands of people following you, it's just a lot. Yeah. Um, and I totally, I totally get her being like, please stop. I need you to stop. And if you don't stop, nobody gets to comment at all. And you'll just see whatever I'm doing. And if you're really that worried, you'll just be worried by yourself across the world. Or maybe you'll realize doesn't matter. Life is going to go on.
0: Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, she hasn't posted since then. I will say that. It's been two days. And I hope, yeah, I hope that... I hope that, you know, the feeling of being fed up in that moment where she did, you know, edit that caption. I hope that that will subside. And I hope that doesn't stop her from wanting to share with her fans about, you know, her journey as a mommy and Brayson's journey and growing up and stuff. So I, I hope, yeah, I, I hope it doesn't get to the point where it's like Kale, where she kind of just really, you know, shut it down. But we we shall see. And we will keep on top of that for you guys on InTouchWeekly.com. So moving into our third topic, Amber Portwood you know, we, we kind of touched on this a couple weeks back when we talked about the Teen Mom OG trailer and how she really wasn't... We didn't see much of her in it. And, you know, and we all know what her upcoming storyline is going to entail. All of the issues that she's had with the arrest last year and her breakup with Andrew and then the court custody stuff. Like, it's, it's a lot. It's going to be super heavy. And I honestly... I'm anxious, you know, to see this play out. But so, you know, since the arrest and everything went down last year, we really hadn't heard much from Amber. She kind of took a little break from from social media. The last post that she has on her Instagram was, I'm pretty sure, for her daughter Leah's birthday, and that was it. She will post on her story, but it's more like third-party poster, not really anything personally from her. So, you know, she opened up with us weekly and she really talked about at length about you know how about you know how she was feeling after the arrest and she tells them quote i got into a really really dark period for a couple of months i lost about 35 pounds in less than 3 months my hair was falling out when i say i went into shock i literally my body went in shock i didn't sleep for almost 2 weeks i had to get out of that state of mind and so that ends the quote. Chelsea, what do you think about about this? This is like the first time that we've actually really heard from Amber, really.
1: I have conflicted feelings. Um, I'm sure that she did go through a really dark period. But I was kind of on that Andrew Glennon beat for a minute um, after this happened last July. He was kind of nonstop on Instagram, honestly, talking with fans, giving his side of the story, weighing in. Um, and I remember when they did the reunion, the Teen Mom OG reunion, mm-hmm. and Dr. Drew spoke with Amber and really gave her a platform to kind of address this. Mm-hmm. And at the time, it, it came off very, like, How could I be violent to him? He's so much bigger than me. And Mm. he was scared of me. um, And I didn't like that. But it was so soon after, you know what I mean? That I have to imagine that she's done a lot of processing since then. And a lot of reflection since then. Um, And I want to give her the benefit of the doubt. I know in... The new season, um, there's a moment where Andrew does get to sort of tell his side of the story to a degree over the phone. He's not actually on the show anymore, I don't think. Um, But producers call him and he gets to speak a little bit. If both sides of the story are, are given at least a little weight. I think that is a good step. Um, I'm very sorry to hear that she went through what she called a deep depression. Mm -hmm. um, And that she's learning from her mistakes. You know, that's incredible. I hope she does. Because we've seen her have experiences like this before with Gary. Mm -hmm. um, And it seemed like she had come a long way. So if she had kind of a relapse moment, I hope she can get the help that she got earlier. I don't know. I mean, it's awful to imagine somebody who is struggling so much that they lose 35 pounds and their hair's falling out. That's horrible. Um, I I hope that she gets better. And I hope part of that is learning to be respectful of future partners.
0: Yeah. It's, it's such a hard, whenever you talk about Amber, it's like such a hard thing because I really try to see all sides of it. And of course, like we don't ever want to condone domestic violence or anything like that. Obviously, it's it's not it's just not good. It's not a good situation for anyone involved. And, you know, she did say later in that in that interview that she went through depression again and she called it one of the worst times in her life. And so and even even with her prison stint, this was one of she said this was one of the worst times of her life again I don't want to condone or or take sides or anything like that. Like I think what we do know of what happened, especially because the child was present, of course that's horrible. But I did see a clip of Amber talking with Gary which is so crazy to see them come such a long way as well just in their relationship but she was talking with Gary and she was talking about what she regrets and she said that the number one regret that she had was not walking out of the house that night and she felt shame and she said quote there are limits to somebody with mental health disorders there's only so much somebody like me can handle and people like me will understand that. I just have a lot of guilt of not being aware of myself more than I should have, end quote. And again, like I said, like this is such a different, it's such a different uh, situation because we do know she's been very open with her history and her, and her journey and um, struggles with mental health. So it's a mental health story as well as it's a domestic violence story as it's a breakup story as it's you know all of these types of stories it's all in this one little storyline that we're going to get to see play out this coming season and I I'm looking forward to see a progression I guess is is the way I'll put it from the beginning of the season to the end I want to see growth there you know.
1: Yeah I mean based on that conversation with Gary alone it seems like She's taking what happened really seriously um, and recognizes that she had a lot of fault there and there was a lot that she could have done differently to mitigate how bad things got. Mm-hmm. I think that is really a, a great step one to, to changing behavior and getting well. Um, so I hope we get to see her do that.
0: Teen Mom Time is proudly sponsored by EveryPlate, America's best value meal kit delivery service, which shops, plans, and delivers, so all you have to do is cook and eat. I've stopped getting caught out missing ingredients that I need. Everything comes pre-measured in well-labeled meal kits, so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. It's so good getting delicious, filling meals delivered right to your door every week for way less than you would spend on takeout or delivery, and it's much healthier. You pick your dishes and can skip weeks and cancel any time so it's really flexible. It's reduced the stress of meal planning and shopping and I'm eating so much better. There's a wide variety of recipes and I save so much time as meals come together in about 30 minutes, which is less stressful and way less time consuming than going to the grocery store. My favorite is fully loaded black bean quesadillas and the simple recipes are outlined with step-by-step instruction cards. So you feel more confident even when you're cooking something you've never cooked before. The meals taste great and I'm loving all the money and time I'm saving. Even at regular pricing, Every Plate is up to 58% cheaper than other major meal kits out there. But right now, you can get three weeks of Every Plate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to EveryPlate.com and entering code TEENMOMTIME3. Again, you can get three weeks of Every Plate meals for only $2.99 per meal by going to everyplate.com and entering code TEENMOMTIME3.
1: Next up, we've got Truth or Tale. This week, we're taking a look at Janelle and David. Um, it seems a lot like these two are back together. Of course, neither of them has explicitly confirmed anything yet, Mm -hmm. but we rounded up a bunch of the proof that kind of goes one way or another, mainly just one way. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're going to take a look at the evidence that they've given us so far that they're back together. And honestly, number one is that that statement Janelle shared in October where she said she and the kids had moved away from David. No longer on her Instagram. Yeah, it's still up on Twitter. I can imagine she just didn't want to scroll back and find it amongst all the other tweets. Although I scrolled back and I checked, but it is gone on Instagram. Um, just taking that away. So that is a big clue to me um, when it comes to this kind of thing. Because if somebody's looking at her feed, that was that stood out. I mean, anytime a Notes app screenshot is on someone's feed, you're like, uh-oh, like stuff got real. yeah Gotta see what they apologized for. Mm-hmm. Um and that one was an apology, but it was like a here's a major change in my situation update. And now that update is no longer available. Um so I have to imagine it's gone for a reason. Yeah. Another really big clue that we saw was yeah. over the weekend Janelle was getting crafty on her Instagram story. She was making resin or epoxy crafts or whatever. She made some stuff. And David's Instagram is actually private again. Mm -hmm. But some of us can see you, David. Um, (laughs) And he posted a similar craft on his own story. But he didn't just post a craft. And it's like, are they both doing crafts? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-oh, what does that mean? He literally captioned it. Making some epoxy stuff with the love of my life today. Wonder who that could be. He didn't at Janelle, but he may as well have. Yeah. Okay, magazine reported that they were buying dog food and a dog bed the same day that she was like, hey, guys, guess what? I got a dog. Mm-hmm. Um, so that doesn't look good. She also had been wearing her wedding and engagement rings recently, mm-hmm. which is interesting to me because we'd reported on that before, but literally in her speakeasy YouTube vlog, as she was wearing the ring, she was also like, David and I just got dinner because we're co-parents guys. Mm-hmm. So that one kind of came hand in hand with the denial that they're back together, even mm-hmm. as she's wearing her rings. So I, I guess you could be like, she just is a fancy girl. I don't know. Um, But she seems to have
0: stopped denying things. So what do you think, Emma? What's your read? Okay, so I just want to say, to preface my opinion here, I do want to say that the last time that we heard an update about Janelle and David was in February, uh, February 17th. And she told Us Weekly in a statement and she said, quote, David and I are not together as of now. And then she said the whole co-parenting thing. I didn't believe it at the time when she said that, when she released that statement. I especially remember picking apart the wording because she said we are not together as of now. As of now. Yeah. She's like, we broke up for the five minutes it took me to do this interview. Right. I, I just, I just don't buy it. And you know, Again, like there's a lot that you can kind of come at Janelle for. There's a lot that you could come at David for. There's it's just, you know, these two are so controversial. But I also found myself rooting for Janelle for a little bit there. You know, after she had released that statement that sh- that is now deleted from her Instagram, it seemed like she was really really sticking to her guns on this decision. You know, she had moved to Nashville. She looked like she was getting her life in order and uh, I just, I was rooting for her. I really wanted to see her win. I'd never want to wish will on any ill will on anybody. But I also can't believe her at this point. I, I personally don't believe that they're just co-parenting. I think that they are, at the very least, they're hooking up. At the very least, that's what I think. I don't know what he could have done or what he could be doing to help her change her mind because she did seem like she really did want this divorce even though she hadn't filed yet it looked like she was on her way there but I do know that we heard that you know David and and they were looking into therapy or counseling or something like that and, and I just I hope that if they are back together I hope that there are things in place that helps them and especially David work through whatever issues let, that led to their breakup I hope that what we saw in that police report when she did file for the restraining order i hope and but i don't i can't see her lying about the things that were said there too so it's it's hard for me to really really you know get the full story here but what we did see in that police report was disturbing and i hope that i hope that if it was true i hope that they're that they're working on ways to prevent those things from happening again for Janelle's sake and for the sake of her children it's a tough situation really
1: yeah I mean you just reminded me that I should be like a nice person and understanding about this and they have statistics that say people who are in domestic violence scenarios as Janelle alleged that she was, when she filed for an order of protection, Mm -hmm. um, it takes, I think the number is like, it takes seven tries to actually leave, so I should be mindful um, of the fact that this is, it's not an unheard of pattern that she would leave him and file for an order of protection and then voluntarily dismiss that and get back together with him like that is not unheard of.
0: Right. I know in but it's hard relationships like this. Right, but it's hard for us cuz we don't really know, right? Like we don't mm-hmm. we don't know because she's she'll say things and then she'll backtrack and say that she took it back or she didn't mean what she had said or she had been lying. Or, you know what I mean? So it's hard for us to really know.
1: Yeah, and I mean that is also very much like a hallmark of those kinds of relationships. But it seems like Janelle has kind of always been this way. Mm-hmm. But also Janelle seems to have always been in very volatile relationships. So it's it's really hard to draw judgments one way or another definitively. Yeah. Um, even though it's so easy to do it in a snap <laughs> second. And then yeah. you have to be like, well, there is space for this person to be a real human being and not a character on my TV screen.
0: Right. or Or just, you know just being somebody who's going through way more than what we can see on the surface you know and it's 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 hard and again like like I said I hope if if that is if it is the case that they are getting back together or they're working on their marriage I wish them the best I hope that she's safe I hope the children are safe I hope David is working on whatever issues he may need to work on but you know I I hope the kids continue to go to school that's what
1: I hope That they have like an outside influence where there are other people that they are accountable to and who are accountable to them. That I think will make a world of difference if the kids are still in actual school. Yeah, for sure.
0: Especially because they're not on the show anymore. So there's no cameras around either. You know, so like we don't really we, we haven't seen really much of what's been going on ever since the dog killing incident. And then, you know, we didn't see anything about the custody battle when the kids were removed, too. So. It's, it's yeah. It's it's a tough situation, and we are, uh, as always, monitoring it, and we will give you guys as many updates as we get as we get them on InTouchWeekly.com. So this week we have a really special treat. We have Caitlin Baltiara from Team Mom She chatted with me earlier this week, and she, you know, she teased the season. She gave us some updates, and I'm really excited, and I can't wait for you guys to hear this. She was an absolute gem, so we'll get into it right now. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. Well, thanks so much for chatting with us today, and what can you tell us that fans can expect from your upcoming storyline?
2: Um, I think that so I'll see Ty and I in like a better place, relationship-wise, than last season. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the kids just getting older and funnier, and Veda turns one, and Nova turns five, and our, you know, life just getting crazier. Um, <laughs> also, um, you know, setting boundaries with people that you love in your life,
0: mm-hmm.
2: whether it be whether it be friends or family members or maybe people that have addictions in your life or learning how to set like healthy boundaries with people around you that you care about and love. Um, and so, yeah, I think this season's a
0: good, happy season for us.
2: <laughs> Obviously with still sprinkles of drama in there
0: because that never ends. For sure. I mean, honestly, you guys went through such a hard season last season and and you were so open throughout the whole thing and, and so, you know, during that rough patch, we saw you guys, you know, really working hard on your marriage. So can you share an update on how you guys are doing right now?
2: We're doing really well. Um, I think we both grew a lot as individuals. Um, you know, during that time, we were doing individual therapy and then couples therapy. And so I think it just, we just grew a lot. I think, you know with me like my whole like mental state Mm. emotional state got way better and you know just communication is good um we're in like a total 360 I mean obviously during that time we still obviously loved each other cared about each other respected each other you know things like that but I feel like we just had to work through some rough patch and yeah, we're doing we're doing way better
0: as a couple. Awesome. Yeah. I mean we saw a little bit on the on the teaser. You guys do a little vow renewal, which is so exciting. Um, mm-hmm. what can you tell us to expect from from that special ceremony? It looks super romantic and super intimate.
2: Um, I think a lot of people will realize that Ty had no clue what the hell was going on, even for the first like ten minutes. I feel like he was so confused. He <laughs> was <laughs> taken aback by it. He says all the time, he's like, you know, hopefully nobody thinks I don't want to look like an asshole or anything. He's like, it took me for a minute, like, you know, a minute to realize what was going on. And honestly, it was just kind of like a a recommitment ceremony. Like, you know, obviously we have always been committed to each other, but it was more of like just laying new land and laying another foundation on top of the one we've already built and like moving forward after such the hard stuff that we went through last year it was just like a good a good
0: like fresh start new beginning for sure um and so mm-hmm. also in the teaser clip we saw some scenes there was a scene of like you and the rest of the cast in a car together and you guys just seem to have such a great relationship with each other what do you think it is that helps you guys create such a great bond between you four ladies
2: um well i think like she honestly just fit in so she fit in so perfectly Hmm. um so we kind of joked the whole time that that was like Cheyenne's hazing period <laughs> when we went on that trip, but she totally fits in and we all really enjoy her. Um, and I think as far as like me and the two other OGs, like Macy and Amber, I think it just comes from like, you know, I haven't experienced this lifestyle and the things that we share on camera and things like that with anybody else, like, you know, none of my friends really a hundred percent understand it. But mm-hmm. they do. Um, you know, it's almost going on eleven years that we've done it together. And so you just get each other on a different level. <clears throat> you understand things that my other friends wouldn't understand, like being in the tabloid, like being noticed in public, like, you know, people gossiping about you or whatever. Like they understand things. We can talk to each other about certain things that they that they did that all my other friends wouldn't understand. They could try to understand, but they don't fully understand. But those ladies do. So and also like, you know, we were the very first ones. We, you know, us at 11th Street Productions, we helped create this show. The T M P like we're the first ones ever. So it's like we're blessed to be able to have a friendship like we do. Um and, yeah, they say, I think Macy said it one time, like, they say once you're friends for 10 years, you're friends for a lifetime. So,
0: mm-hmm. That's so <laughs> it's sweet. going on 11. <laughs> I love it. It's so sweet. And, you know, you briefly mentioned Fada's first birthday. So, can you share any updates about, like, any milestones that she's reached yet? Has she spoken her first words?
2: Um, let's just say that she says dad all the time. It's not fair. <laughs> oh my god. Everything gosh. is dad. <laughs> unless she cr- unless she's crying or mad, then it's mom. Everything <laughs> is dad. So cute. Uh, <clears throat> she's got two bottom teeth and she has four coming in on top right now. Okay. Um uh, the um she's Stands in place, like she's probably gonna be walking soon. Okay. She'll like balance and She's lately obsessed with Frozen Two and okay. <laughs> the Trolls movie, and she will get to a boogie. She like knows when all the songs are gonna come on. Everything she loves music. Um, and she's very chill. She's more like, she's like me a lot in that aspect. Like mm-hmm. she's a Pisces like Amala. So she's very like chill and easygoing. Um, and Nova's just our crazy high energy
0: full <laughs> of energy kid. But yeah, but no, <laughs> getting big. It's crazy. So cute. Yeah, I know. I can't believe it's I I can just remember, like, Nova being born, you know, like, just watching, following you guys' stories. So it's so crazy how fast the time flies.
2: I know. It is is really crazy. Um,
0: And then another thing that I wanted to kind of, like, touch on, you mentioned earlier that the season's kind of being, it's going to be more about setting boundaries for you. And you did open up about um, Butch had a recent relapse, I believe, last June. Can you share an update on how he's doing now?
2: We don't really talk to him that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's honestly, so honestly, we don't really know exactly how he's doing. I do know that he moved back to Michigan, um, but we honestly don't get too involved. And I think that's where it comes, like you know, with the whole setting boundaries aspect. Like, and even with Tyler, he, you know, he feels like it's better that way too. Like, obviously, he still talks to him and we'll text him, like, hey, Dad, thinking about you, love you, you know, that type of thing, but. For us, it's, it's just easier not to get too involved. I feel like sometimes we were just way too involved and sometimes took it on. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, we you know, is he sober? We need to make sure he's sober. What is he doing? Like, when it comes to the point where it's like, no, that's not your responsibility. Like, he's almost 60 years old. Let him figure it out for himself. Um, so, we honestly don't know. I mean, so,
0: I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard. And... And you guys have been so open, you know, with everything that you've been through. You've been open and shared it on the show. So what do you hope that fans take away as a lesson from watching your story?
2: Well, I think that if anybody is struggling with either parents, siblings, friends, whatever, somebody maybe that is an addict or maybe used to be an addict or, or used to be an addict but still has like addict traits in their life, like just learning how to to protect yourself with boundaries and boundaries are the hardest thing to like uphold. Sometimes it's like one of the hardest things.
0: Yeah. And
2: I think just really, yeah. Learning how to set healthy boundaries that whether you need to like talk to somebody professional about how do you do that or just protect yourself, you know? Yeah. And I that you can, so you're not enabling or you're not taking on, their life or making sure that they're doing what they need to do. Like so. sometimes that just gets too
0: stressful. Mm-hmm. Another thing too, that I've noticed just from watching, you know, your, the things that you post on your, on your feed, on Instagram, I saw you kind of, you had like a cute little hairstyle recently and you did your microblading. So how important is self-care to you as a mommy of, of two now and, you know, just being, You know, working mommy, being a wife too, like, how important is self care to you?
2: Um, I feel like self care is important for everybody, especially parents. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Because I think it's important. You just need to, sometimes you just need to take a moment for yourself. And that can help you be a, a 10 times better parent or wife, you know, or husband. Like, you gotta do things that you enjoy and do them every once in a while, just kind of like as a refresher. Um, I feel like it's super, super important just to take some time. Yeah.
0: And then also as, you know, as parents with you and Tyler, and, and you guys have been together for so long and, you know, seeing, you know, your relationship progress has been super sweet um, through all the ups and downs and how you guys work through it. So how do you two keep the spark alive?
2: Um, Honestly, just through really good communication and honesty, um, which, you know, has, like communication and stuff like has taken us a lot of therapy and stuff like that. But also I feel like, I don't know, me and Ty, we just really click and we have a respect for each other. And I I also feel like when you are in love with somebody and married to somebody, like you wake up every day and you choose that person, you choose that person to walk this craziness with, walk this life with. And, um, no matter what you have to do, you know, you do it to make it work. Mm -hmm. um so i think just you know loving each other and choosing each other every day we're going to work together as a team and figure it out
0: thank you so much for taking your time and chatting with us and i know our readers and our listeners are going to be super excited to see what comes for you guys this season especially because it seems like it's going to be super positive Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Well, that is it for this week. Thank you so much for tuning in and you can head to intouchweekly.com for all of the latest and to check out all of the topics that we discussed today. Make sure you check back in with us next week and please be sure to listen on Spotify. Bye.